Welcome back. It's time to turn on dark mode. We are here to talk working in IT, video games, tech, and everything outside the 9 to 5. I'm one of your hosts, Keegan Lassard. And I'm the other host, Taylor Floyd Muse. What's going on? Got some sad news, Taylor. Oh, why are you? I'm, I'm, I'm You're going to open again. with sad news? I'm sick again. I just, I can't avoid it. I'm always sick. <laughs> Dude, your immune system is just lacking. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's just been the feedback we got from the audience. I'm always sick, but no. Healthy this week. Back at it. Uh, Kansas City Super Bowl champs. So, feeling good, dude. Yeah, I mean, I was actually pretty excited about that. People, like some of my friends and people at work are like, oh, are you cheering for Kansas City because you live there? I'm like, I mean, yeah, like I like them better than the 49ers garbage-ass team. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I was really excited they did it. But like at the same time, I was like, man, I wish they did it last year when I was still in Kansas City so I could experience the madness. Because <laughs> yeah, from what it, it I've heard, was. bro, it sounded pretty wild there. Well, um, and I'm a Seahawks fan, to get that straight. So I was still rooting for the Chiefs no matter what, even if I didn't live in Kansas City because I hate the 49ers. But, <laughs> um, yeah, Kansas City was absolutely wild. Um, Sunday, uh, my wife and I went down to Power & Light, which for non-Kansas City viewers, viewers, audience members, uh, that's... <laughs> Listeners. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, uh, yeah, it didn't work. Um that's where, like, when they, they showed the Kansas City fans cheering, that's, like, the area that they showed. It's, it's like an like, outdoor strip mall of bars. Yeah, it's like, if you go to St. Louis, it's like Ballpark Village. They have one, of like, something similar, but it's a little bit bigger. So, I don't know how, but we managed to just time it perfectly. Like, we got down there, I think, around 1230 in the afternoon, and it was already packed. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> well, we got in, and then I started hearing around that they were charging at the door, like, minutes after we finally, like, skimmied our way in, you know. What was the the cover? I heard, like, $150 a wristband. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's tough, bro. <laughs> so, I don't know how accurate that is, but, like, it doesn't, like, from what I've seen, I don't think it was far-fetched, because I saw how much, like, to have a table was. I mean, if it was anything over $20 to get in there, I would have been kind of like scratching my head like, mm, <laughs> I don't know. But if you got there before then, it was free because that's how Power and Light usually is. It's yeah. free to get in. But you know how there's two entrances outside of bars, like mm-hmm. main entrances? They blocked off one, so there was only one way to get in, not through a bar. And immediately I was like, okay, that's not going to That's work. not going to happen. So then we went up to – we saw the people were like – getting into this one bar I'm like oh we can we can like make our way in that way i've never felt more in tune with the battle of the bastards scene where like john snow is suffocating <laughs> from people just because we get in and then all of a sudden you're just stuck and then yeah. you look back and then there's 10 people behind you out of nowhere so then you're just like how what and i got like four people in my group with me mm-hmm. so i'm like all right i got visual on my wife all right there's her brother okay okay and then i look over i'm like where did where did she go and i like i started kind of having like a little bit of a panic attack because i hate crowds to begin with right yeah and, you're in uh, the wrong scenario <laughs> i know um it was still fun energy it's just like 
if you've ever been at a concert where you're like, oh, I can make my way up front if I just like follow the current of people, except this was like a babbling brook. You just like move <laughs> like an inch maybe every like 10 minutes. And of course, you know, people are already drunk because they've been day drinking and I ha- I'm not quite on the level yet. So I'm also dealing with people just not paying attention, you know, because I just mm-hmm. arrived. How but, long did uh, it take you to like mosey onto a bar and get a like drink? Like a solid 15 minutes to get out of the bar, like to just get in the main area of power and light. <laughs> and we haven't even gotten a drink at this point yet, right? So then we're like, okay, we can make our way to like maybe to see the stage. And it's like, no, that doesn't really work. And then we're like, let's get like a drink or something. So then we're like posted up just taking in the sheer magnitude of like how many people are crammed into power and light. And we were like, I was like trying to get drinks for everyone. And it was like the most mission impossible thing to do. Cause the Irish bar, which is like right next to the stage is like the only bar within like walking distance to get drinks from the inside of that power and light area. So I'm over there in like waiting in line and this girl in front of me and she is just, I'm like, okay, she's just going to order her drinks and then I'll be, I'll be good to go. I'll just work my way right to in the front of the bar. She orders eight drinks, Taylor, eight (laughs) and three of them were coffee and Bailey's. And as soon as she ordered that, like people behind me were like, oh, come on. Cause like it's just like get your draft drink or like your very simple mixed drink and get the heck out. People are trying to get drinks. Yeah. But she's over here. Can I get like a coffee and some <laughs> Bailey's in it? We're just really tired, you know. <laughs> and everyone's like, come on. <laughs> so she gets those, and the way she ordered eight is because everyone to her left of her is just the ones waiting for the drinks. So in my mind, I'm like, well, at least I don't have to deal with those people trying to snipe my spot, right? Yeah. So I get up there and I order like four the souvenir cup size, you know, things of draft cider and beer. Mm-hmm. Easy to the point. You want to take it like a quick stab at like what that cost me? <laughs> uh, 60 bucks. Close. 50. 55 oh. after tip, you know. Yeah, I was damn close. <laughs> damn close. Uh so it was pretty expensive and I'm like doing the math. I'm like, okay, people are here like all day. That's gonna, that's gonna add up. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I get the drinks and then my dumbass is like, I didn't bring anybody with me. Oh, so, <laughs> I got these four souvenir, like six flag souvenir size things filled to the brim. She didn't leave any, like just put your fingers, like grab, like in the middle. Yeah. She didn't leave any room for that. So the I'm one time here, you wish you would have. <laughs> oh, man. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay, maybe I put my index finger between, like, do, like, the big grip. No, because they're filled to the brim, and the the cups will, like, immediately fall in. And this dude behind me just goes, man, it's a big hate to see it, huh? And I just I started <laughs> dying laughing. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, you're right. And then um, luckily the bartender's like, I can just I can watch these for you. And you can like run to your people and run back. So that's what I did. But that how took long did it minutes. take you? Yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> those, those shits were. I mean, they're probably warm by the time you got back. No, it wasn't that bad. But like, 
it was it was like uh we we quickly realized like after two or so hours that like clearly this isn't like a long-term place to be right now so we just kind of soaked it in and just had fun while we were there and the dj and the guy pumping up everybody was like really cool um and i don't know it just being downtown for that was definitely like gonna stay in our memory and then what we did since we couldn't really see the game very well and we at least were there for like when everyone gets like a shot on tv um to see how crazy it was mm-hmm. we luckily start um her my wife's cousin has an apartment downtown so we just like ran to her apartment watched the rest of the game like in the comfort of a, a apartment and you know access to free booze and then i mean it was a crazy game and then once they won we immediately i grabbed the big bottle of champagne that i had we ran down to power and light again like as fast as we could and also at that point the streets of kansas city were just absolutely mayhem like any car on the street was honking their horn as loud as possible people are literally running down streets that aren't blocked off just yelling (laughs) i mean you can hear everyone in the city yelling either from their window or just running down streets and so everyone at one point is just running to power in like the center spot and thank god it's missouri because you can drink you know anywhere so we popped the bottle of champagne literally downtown on a blocked off street in front of cops <laughs> and we just <laughs> pop the champagne take sips and then we're like let's get back into power and light and just be a part of the absolute chaos you're gonna um, pay so that 150 dollar cover <laughs> no dude we got in without having to pay i don't know how I truly don't know how we got back in. Was there just too many people for them to bounce? Probably. The guy, the bouncer on the second, so we went up like the stairs instead of going to the main level. And that guy was just nice to us and let us in. Oh, that's Um, cool. So then uh, we get up to the second, like, basically there's two floors of power and light. So that tells you how many bars there are. (laughs) And we're up in the balcony area, which you get like a perfect bird's eye view of like, just everyone losing their shit um and i posted on my instagram basically i recorded literally everyone doing the the uh tomahawk chop yeah um, i saw that on your your post it was pretty cool yeah it was just it was a really neat time to be down there and experience just the live reaction of everything and like just how everyone was so happy in the city like from all backgrounds and then when you're leaving the power and light area, just walking, everyone's super happy. Everyone's honking their horns, which driving back was terrifying because you didn't <laughs> know if people were honking at you or if they were just honking because the Chiefs won. But uh, I later looked up. I'm like, how many people were like downtown in power and light? And they estimated like 40,000 people. Because <laughs> they closed off Grand, which is on the other side of power and light where like the sprint center is they close that whole part down and put like food trucks and beer trucks or whatever for another screen that i didn't even see and then that was filled too so it was absolutely that's a lot of people in a tiny little area right i don't know i'm glad we didn't stay the whole time because it it would have been super expensive like just getting a table because you have to stand the whole time luckily it was 60 degree it was 65 out so it was beautiful nice though hold on 65 yeah that's crazy and it, it was like it was, just 30 the other day wasn't there something yeah it was like snowing <laughs> at the parade and uh they the funny thing is it was warmer there than it was in florida the day of the super bowl really what was the yeah. temperature there i don't know they said it was like low 60s and it was like rainy or something the prior day or something but Weird. 
don't know. Like I saw tables where if you wanted to reserve a table, not only would you have to do it in advance or at the like the bar, you had to based on how many seats it had, it would be a certain cost. So like maybe two to th- two to four was like three hundred dollars to reserve. Yeah. But on top of that, they had a minimum tab requirement at each table. Oh boy, how much? I mean, I saw tables that were anywhere from five hundred to seven hundred and fifty dollars minimum tab. Jeez, and that's I'm just sitting crazy. Here, I'm like, they they obviously know this works because they did the same thing when they won the World Series. So I'm just sitting here. I'm like, man, these local bar owners are just making capital right now. <laughs> and wait, hold on the um, the table is not included in that minimum tab, so it's like you have to spend that much of money. That. On Aji's, yeah. and I suppose if you had like, you know, six people, it would be like you know a bit over a hundred. But still, like the fact that you're required to spend that much, like I don't go out on a night out and like, oh yeah, I want to spend a hundred twenty bucks or something. It's yeah. like I end up spending a hundred. Not really usually either. <laughs> I'm pretty frugal right. even when I go out, so I don't know. I mean, we managed to do it where we just bought beer and stocked her fridge at the apartment. And managed to do it where we only spent like fifty to sixty bucks at Power and Light, and then left. So Solid. that one sixty dollar round. <laughs> I just, you just quick. I quickly realized I wasn't in the right either group or mindset to get on the level of drunk everyone else was at the Power and Light. And I don't yeah, know if it's fair. just because of how long of the day it would be, or if I just am not truly a number one Chiefs fan. And it was just like this is cool to be a part of, and I like Kansas City. Yeah, if but, you were, if it was like Seahawks thing, you might have been just oh. like you might have been in another <laughs> state. I mean, I was like, when they won the Super Bowl. I was a freshman in college. Yeah, <laughs> like, but like if you were in uh, Seattle, like oh. I'm just saying in that scenario, like <laughs> I don't, you, yeah. we can't tell what would happen. No, but uh, the, I don't know. The world never will never know until I wish they made it last know. year. That's all I can say. That would have been fun. But yeah, I'm glad they did the parade, win. We could have you. You were right downtown when they won, so or when they last yeah. year. So because get to the parade was like impossible. We tried to, and it was just like no, not it's not worth it. Fair I enough. Mean, just to see them in the cold, because like what three days after that 65 degree day it was like 30 and snowing <laughs> yep and it was <laughs> like you do it just and i when we were watching it on tv it just looked like it was really cool and like great for the city but at the same time as parades go not the best parade because parades kind of suck if you think about it but this parade literally had one like float if you will that had the like the drum line Mm-hmm. And then the rest were just the players. Nothing else to the parade, really. And <laughs> That sounds like, kind of whack. Yeah, but the coolest part was just seeing, you know, there was like over a million people on this tiny parade route in Kansas City, which if Kansas City, if you haven't ever been there, it feels like a small town. It's really, it's a really weird big city. It's like I don't know. But, okay, I wouldn't say small town, but it's like not a Chicago. It's more like yeah. I don't know, a Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. So I I heard that people because when we figured out like how long it would take to get down there, because they had shuttles, right? So we we're like, oh, we wouldn't have to park, which is like the biggest issue. They're like, oh yeah, but it'd be a couple hours till you got there. 
And I'm like, what do you like? <laughs> like it's, it's a 20 minute drive. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's because you have to wait to get on the bus, and they only send a certain amount of buses at one. Like it's to me, it it would just be the worst wait. And even, once we saw it, we're like, yeah, I'm kind of glad we didn't. Like if we made the journey, it would be cool. But like, we don't regret it. We I I like the fact that we were downtown for the win. But the parade, it looked hysterical. Like Patrick Mahomes was like just lit, and so was the other, all the team members. Really, um, there was a car chase down the parade route before they they started, so that was interesting. I don't know if you saw that on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I saw some news. They had to like take them down. <laughs> it was two people, and they're both in their forties, and uh, he got charged with having su- like substance in his car. And he was under the influence, and he was going 60 down Grant, down that parade route. Jeez. That's ridiculous. I, I, just, I just remember I got a coffee, and then I sat down, and I looked at the live feed, and all of a sudden there was just a car chase. I'm like, what am I watching? What is that? <laughs> Where what did this come from? <laughs> yeah. And they, had a, they like laid down spikes, blew out his tires, did the whole shebang. It was crazy. Damn. Well, you got a day off from work, didn't you? Yeah, Kansas City shut down on the parade day. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's kind of a nice thing. Even if you didn't get to go to the parade, they gave you off work. You yeah, know, a little so bit of celebratory PTO. Our CEO like emailed us as soon as they won. They're like, "Yeah, we're we're taking Wednesday off." <laughs> what a guy, though! Like, that's awesome. Well, another thing is, I took Monday off because, I mean, I thought I would be in a rougher state than I was. I'm still glad I took it off because I didn't really feel like I had a Sunday. I felt like I just had two Saturdays, really. Yeah. So I always <laughs> yeah, have data. But it made, it made this work week kind of trash because I get to work Tuesday and I have to, like, regather everything I was doing and make sure I get everything done now that I know <laughs> I don't have Wednesday to do it as well. And kind then I get it today and it feels like I've worked four days in two days. So... It's been rough, but yeah, I guess you wouldn't have anticipated you'd feel that way. But uh, I, I mean, I didn't take off Monday. Uh, I felt like this week went by pretty quickly, so <laughs> that's kind of unfortunate for you. Yeah, but it's all right. I mean, tomorrow's Friday, so I'm sure it'll feel better. But so other than know, that just, work's been kind of whatever, you know, just the usual. Yeah, work. Like, I, honestly, when we were talking on Slack, I was like, I don't really have any work things besides just like dumb complaints that I don't really want to air out on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Those are for our phone call on the way home. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. I mean, what you haven't been doing Mr. I ride the L every day. Yeah. I can't really, well, I'm not about to be my, my usual like ridiculous self on the phone when I'm like literally two inches <laughs> from somebody's would. ear. Really funny. <laughs> like, yo, what up though? <laughs> Just like in someone's ear, start talking about like really personal information. I think I'm okay. Well, when you, when like either I call you or you call me after you get off work, like I can't understand like half the things you say because even when you're not on the L, you're in Chicago, like downtown Chicago, so all here. Yeah. Is- <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't. And then there's it'll just, just be a couple like, "How was your day?" <laughs> 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 
I'm like, that's a pretty good what? impression of it too because when you hear someone with the wind that's that's kind of how it sounds but then like that i walk by a bridge that the l goes on so you hear like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so like until all 20 cars go by so yeah i i guess i don't talk to you on the phone as much anymore I, I, like I that's the one calling. thing i miss I, I about really... being a car commuter i i can like bump music in the car with like actual bass instead of little headphones and then calling my friends and then just like <laughs> for the first five minutes of the phone call it's just ugly noises <laughs> like nothing <laughs> is even said it's just like us relieving our our tension through just like noises <laughs> i don't know like yeah <laughs> I, I i've tried explaining it to people even to my wife and she still doesn't get it it's all it's not just like random though it's usually like inside jokes from previous times where like he get made a weird noise or like one time i don't know we thought something was like not uh ideal or kind of like why would you do that so keegan made like a retching noise he was like <laughs> so oh, like yeah, there the became a time where we were, <laughs> we would just call each other and just like speak half a sentence and they just go <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know like call us weird but that's the kind of shit i can't do on the l anymore <laughs> people will be looking like- at me like yo <laughs> this guy's gotta go get him he's off. got coronavirus he's yeah, over here dude. trying to throw up <laughs> oh man i mean it's already like you know a whole germ fest on there so it's like yeah. i don't want to be up there like making people think i'm actually sick or something so yeah i'm not gonna lie though like because we had that inside joke i got oddly good at, at making different types oh dude it was was actually kind of like weird how good you got at it like that's not a skill that you would usually be proud of oh i put on my resume (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to be a voice actor i didn't didn't tell you this retching noises Uh, i mean it has come in handy with making us laugh really hard so i'm fine with that yeah, but, yeah, because you have to do it. You have to do it like perfect, like random moments when there's like a lull. But I know you're about to say something, and it just throws you <laughs> off. But uh, no, like my wife tried doing. You know our inside joke about shortening words into just noises. Of course, noises. Yeah, she she shortened something. I can't even remember what it was, but it was perfect. I just it threw me off so bad I didn't know what she was trying to tell me. She's like, "What you and Taylor do this and I can't?" And I'm like, <laughs> "You haven't." I mean, she, you she did saw it. the same wavelength with how to shorten it, or was it actually like? Just, it was perfect. Like once, like I heard what it was supposed to be. I was like, "Oh, that was a perfect." Like because we have <laughs> what cherry coke is, and uh, well, it wasn't. Oh yeah, cherry coke because coke originally just was <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know what it is, but we would text and we would have like little phrases and pretty much any time we say like two words or more in in like more than once it's like okay now it's just the first letter of each word and then and then it's like that's not enough now they need to be combined and then now it's just a noise so yeah. so like i don't know your name is keegan lassard and then we just start typing and like keegan lassard kl a little bit of cold. It's cool. like that's how it goes. Like I don't, I don't know why. It, like everything needs to be shortened. So or lengthened. If you think about it, we for Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh it's, yeah, it's B dubs. But like I like to call it Bubba Wubba dubs, which is just a weird noise for it. But like I think that the reason why I lengthen other things is because I've taken influence from Chaz Williams or Chaz not oh, Chaz yeah, Williams, yeah, yeah. Chaz Smith, I think his name is on Instagram. Because he mispronounces everything. (laughs) So, like, I'm looking at 
uh, our Discord right here, and there's a button that's called Leave Call. So he'd be like, Liave Quale. <laughs> so like, <laughs> why? Like, I don't know why that's so funny to me. So <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that we call each other and do as we relieve work stress on our commute home. But I can't do that anymore because I'm going to get some looks. <laughs> I'm not yeah. that dude who's that like outgoing and extroverted that he's going to be okay with that, especially when I literally am sardine packed on the L, like yeah. whispering into someone's ear. You want to go saddle for those that can't understand that's a quesadilla i guess i didn't even notice i guess i didn't even notice that i wasn't calling you every day on my drive like i've just stopped now i'll just text you you did consciously notice because you you were like all right fam i can't hear you i gotta go (laughs) (laughs) and then i was like yeah like i don't know if this is gonna work anymore so i don't know it's tough tough look you hate to see it Big hate to see it. You know what else you hate to see? What? I think I know what you're going to say. If you guess what I'm about to say, I'm going to lose my mind. But Well, I mean, try, we do kind of have an agenda. Is it something off the agenda? Uh, Related to, but I haven't talked to you about it. So oh, okay. Well, then I'm not be... going to guess it. I thought you were going to bring up my ugliness. So. Oh, no, no. But that's, that's, that's there. That's soon. That's soon. That's definitely it's there. All right. Go, go, go ahead. <laughs> It's a big hate to see it to start playing League again, is what I was going to say. And then, you know. Have you started playing League again? Kind of. And then all of a sudden, you're just full on addicted. And then, (laughs) well, back to rehab I go, which is my Steam library. (laughs) How did I mispronounce that the other day? League of Legends? It was Liagwe of League Ains. (laughs) Yeah, and I just immediately. You knew what I meant, too, because we weren't talking about it. And I'm like, my man, (laughs) he's got it. But, um,. I mean, all right, yeah, then you can address what ugly shit I started playing again. Yeah, Overwatch? <laughs> Jeez. But I have I a reason to, I thought that game to, was, though. like, in the graveyard. Oh, it what? was. It was in the graveyard. It was dead to me. I didn't play it anymore. But then one of my best friends from high school hit me up one day after he saw that I built a PC for my other friend, and he was like, I think it's time. <laughs> I'm going to oh. play PC. And he's, like, fully into Overwatch. Like, he still plays competitive. He was on Xbox for a long time. So then... So he wasn't playing competitively? Oh, it was my God. You're, you're going to call him a console pleb? Yeah, uh, um, a little bit. I hit up my friend Brett. He's the plug for all things electronic. And I was like, all right, we got to hook my boy up with the PC. Got some stuff lying around. And we, we gave him a, a build for a good price. And then I'm like, all right, like I guess I have to play Overwatch with you now. And he's like, oh, we play it. But he goes... Yeah, my my keyboard doesn't come in until Tuesday, though. And at this point, it's Saturday. Literally an hour later, I get a text, all caps. Boy, that shit delivered. We play it. <laughs> like, he was so pumped. <laughs> so then when uh, he got back, we started playing. And then Keegan's like, wait, you want to play Overwatch? <laughs> and I'm like, I guess. Like, I, I got a friend that wants to play. Like, I'm going to be super rusty. <laughs> but we're going to get after it. And it boy it was an experience not playing that game for like a year or two i i was so bad and i'm just playing quick play i'm not even playing the uh, competitive and i'm like i'm out of my element now so i don't know if i'm going to continue playing and try to get a little bit better because i don't know our backlog you know <laughs> it never ends but it's just a joke at this point like honestly it's just an endless loop just, yeah, because there would oh, be times where you'd be like, Overwatch? And I'm like, <laughs> psych! <laughs> and you're like, no, I'm serious. 
And I'm like, no, but I, I won't play Are you play talking that. about Overwatch 1 or 2? Well, 2 not get out mix, yet, bro. I get it mixed up, you 2's know? not out yet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they're doing that, but we already talked about that in a previous episode, how they're kind of wiling out with that action. Yeah, <laughs> and they're yeah, gonna yeah. And they're going to charge for it, but... I want to talk about how ugly Blizzard was with the release of Warcraft 3 Remastered. Yeah, I didn't or buy it or hear on, anything about it, so you got you to gotta enlighten me. Okay, people on Reddit are calling it Warcraft 3 Refunded. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, a tough basically, look. everyone that's a big Warcraft fan, which, if you don't know, is a real-time strategy game that inspired a lot of MOBAs, inspired a lot. It was just a really good, like, some would say is, like, the king besides Age of Empires being one of the best RTS games. Okay, okay. Um it launches has a lot of hype around it everyone has been waiting for the remaster because i mean they remastered starcraft as well um didn't get a really big reception either but they were hoping for bigger and better things for this one um so blizzard built up all these expectations they gave basically saying they're redoing all the graphics they are going to redo some cutscenes uh with voiceovers and everything and add to the campaigns a bit Okay. Um, better server maintenance, all the works basically, and they delivered on graphics. That's it. And that's pretty. In that, not even really. <laughs> um, they got rid of a lot of uh, gameplay things that people liked in Warcraft Three. Um, the UI is a bit better because obviously they're competing with something that came out like decades ago. Yeah. Um. The servers were terrible. They were booting people out. Uh, you couldn't get like custom matches made. Um, they didn't really deliver on any of the cutscene or re- like it was basically the same. It was just the reskin of the game at full price. <laughs> um, and people were furious. They was like, "This is bullshit." And so, after the outcry of just negativity, Blizzard decided to give instant refunds. Meaning there is no approval. It is just you request a refund, you get a refund for the entire game. Damn, that is just like we admit defeat. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, people were like, okay, now you have us worried. Like, quit remastering shit and like make some new content. And I mean, I saw so many Reddit threads were like, I'm worried about Warcraft 4 now. Like, like I don't know is if that you guys coming actually, out? That I mean, that's what people are expecting, right? Uh. Um, I mean, they're expecting new games. And so now people are worried that, like, you know, Blizzard can't deliver. And Overwatch 2 has them worried. And now people are even worried about Diablo 4, even though it had such great reception because it was such a good cinematic trailer they released. So hmm. it, Blizzard's on thin ice with their community, I'll tell you that. They're bugging. That's <laughs> yeah, filled with bugs. As a QA people, it's just filled with it's bugs. It's not what you want. I don't know. We're going to get Animal Crossing. It's going to be all right. No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, hold on. Keegan, I don't know if we mentioned this in previous episodes, but I know we've mentioned that Keegan is now a fiend for Divinity Original Sin 2, but he's so much of a fiend that he wants to repurchase the same game on Switch. And I thought we nipped that in the no, bud. Dude. I thought, no, 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 no. It was gone for a while. He was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm not buying it. It doesn't make sense, too. And this was during the time that it was on sale. 
Yeah. But yesterday, he comes at me again like I'm I'm so close to buying it, Taylor. Like <laughs> eShop is open. I am tempted. I need it. <laughs> I'm like, no, you don't. And and then like somehow I I stifled it last night. But then he comes on Slack the next day at work like, yo, I'm gonna need five good reasons why I should not buy this game. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna hit the bathroom real quick. I'm coming back and I'll hit you with five reasons. And I. I splat him with it. He goes, thank you. I needed that. I think, I think we're good. And, and I'm like, <laughs> I think we're, yeah, you're right. I, and I'm like, are we though? He's like, I don't know if it comes on sale again. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like Keegan, we do not need to be playing the same game on a different console at the same time. We're playing that already. Like, I don't know. Wiling out. But to combat that, I started <laughs> I've like literally started trying to convince him to buy Animal Crossing, a game that neither of us would normally play. And he, it's to that point where he's like, Taylor, this happens too often. You make jokes about getting a game that we <laughs> we like subconsciously might actually want to get. And and then I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, I nipped that. But then all of a sudden my, my PayPal's open and I'm buying the game. <laughs> and I'm like, what have I done? <laughs> so I'm just, at this point, this is a social experiment to see how I can get Keegan to buy a game that he actually doesn't want. Oh and he's God. like, I mean, I think you would have to buy it and then just make another joke. And I'm like, thanks for giving me the cheat sheet. <laughs> I'll see you but next month so on, <laughs> I'll see you next month on Animal Crossing. <laughs> Dude, if you sent me a snap of like, purchase of animal crossing at full price i'd be like well shit <laughs> like what? What? am i just because it's also to? co-op it doesn't help that it's co-op i know that is the deciding factor it's like oh it's co-op though <laughs> yeah oh it's like that <laughs> we're doing it and it would also be really funny for a while and then I'd, and then there'd be that regret that everyone feels it, here's the thing is you're like basically my sponsor if you will where if I'm getting a little fiend for you know my video game addiction, I hit you up I'm like yo, you need to snap me out of. And you asked me to do that for Divinity too. Like when you were like Taylor, like I don't think I want this game, but I really want it. Like you were in that worry where you're like, I think I might regret it, but I still want it so bad. And I pulled out the stops for you again. I was like, this is why you don't want it. It is not like something you really invested into like you didn't play stuff like XCOM yet you, you didn't play a lot of turn-based stuff you played RTS stuff or yeah. or if you did play turn-based it was like management like um civilization so I was like I don't know if you're gonna want to play a game where you walk around and explore but then anytime you hop into a fight now it's suddenly turn-based and and you're like yeah you're right you're right and then like I get a call a week later like yeah I bought that shit no turning back <laughs> I was like oh no 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 turns out to be like his favorite game of all time so I yeah. actually take um I don't. I can't say take credit. I I I admit defeat on that one. Like I thought. I thought genuinely you weren't going to be about it, but you you're a fiend, and now you're trying to play it again and buy it on other systems and stuff. So like, I'm I'm actually redefending why you shouldn't buy it. So that actually makes me worried. The thing is, it's funny because you're both like a sponsor in the sense you'll stop me from doing things, but you're also fuel the flame sometimes on just completely different games like Animal Crossing. Yeah. So it's really funny, but but you do the same thing to me. You kind of try to right. get me out of my comfort zone. So like, you don't really have an uncomfortable zone. Except, well, actually, I, I take that back. You don't like um, like competitive first person shooter games. Like I don't really often do that, but you don't really have uncomfortable zones outside of that. So like. 
I, I take the opportunities to really throw games that you are just not looking at at you because yeah. <laughs> you have a plan <laughs> and then that plan does not is not how it goes <laughs> dude my plan's a joke like anytime i say all right 2020 i got a plan like you you could i give you permission to start laughing because it ne- it never goes the way i think it's gonna go and i think i just need, need to start accepting that that is a perfect segue into our next topic keegan Oh, really? Oh, yeah. All right. We're about to dive deep into this movie, Parasite. So if you don't want oh. spoilers, I suggest you skip ahead. We I got the chapters marked in the description. Well, but shit. that planned segue right up into the whole central theme of that movie where his father's talking about having plans doesn't go the way it's supposed to. So the best plan is no plan. So Keegan, the best plan for video games is no plan. (laughs) I wasn't, I'm not ready. Animal Crossing. This movie, movie, it's, uh, it's so much like, I kind of forgot that we were, I have notes in front of me and I still forgot that we're going to talk about this immensely huge movie to talk about. Okay. Well, like I think a little bit of context is necessary. So a couple weeks ago, Keegan thought it would be a good idea to talk about, Oscars coming up and I'm like okay yeah sure that's that's content coming up like but then we started looking at the the nominees and I'm like dude I haven't seen like 90% of these movies and like (laughs) we ended up cutting a lot of the content we were going to talk about because we're just like (laughs) we really don't have a lot of grounds here we talked about like the best picture and like you know who we liked but I was like I still haven't even seen Parasite on that and I don't remember at the time if I had seen 1917 or no I had but you might not have um but now right. we've both seen both of those movies. <laughs> Holy shit, are both of them good? But yeah. this movie, I, I don't even know why I didn't look into watching it. Like, I never saw a trailer. And then I actually heard about it for the first time when I saw it was a nominee for the Oscars. And I was like, whoa, where did this movie come from? And by then it was like out of theaters and stuff. But then I like mentioned it to you and you were kind of like, yeah, I saw the trailer. Or did you see the trailer? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I knew, like, I knew this was supposedly, like, a great film, and everyone at work said it was amazing, which, by the way, it's back in theaters. Oh, it's um, back? AMC Theaters does uh, Best Picture throwbacks, so, like, everything oh. that's nominated for Best Picture is back in theaters. That's cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, I uh, I didn't I didn't know that, but I rented it on Amazon, and... Uh, the funny thing was, like, as far as I wanted to watch it with my girlfriend, and she was like, "Oh, we probably won't be able to watch it till Wednesday just because of our schedules." And it was Monday at that point, and I think we had planned to go grocery shopping on that Monday. And then, like, we both got home from work, and we we're kind of like, "Are we just not about to go grocery shopping?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, throw the movie on though." So we watched Wait, that. Side note: Isn't it great when your significant other's just like, "Yeah, I'm like off that action," and you're just both wavelength on being lazy, and you're just yeah. like. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Um, but the funniest part, though, is like, I didn't know she was going to want to watch it that night. So I was talking to people at work like, yo, I'm, I, I rented this movie. Like, I think I'm going to watch it soon. And like immediately, like two or three people just like perk up and like want to talk immediately. They're like, oh, yeah, you got to watch this now. And I'm like, OK, that's a good sign. <laughs> they're yeah. like, you need to watch it tonight. And I'm like, oh, but I probably can't till Wednesday. And they're like, OK. And they like they got like kind of playfully piss, pissy with me they're like all right like i can't talk to you then like you got to get out of here like go watch that movie uh and then they were really excited to hear that i had watched it that night coming to work <laughs> like what did you think though and i was like keegan you gotta watch this like at 
the earliest opportunity. So you watched it on your own a couple of days later and you were like sending me gifts. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't even know. I'm not even finished yet, but this has me <laughs> crazy and shit. Like, oh, all right. We got to dive into it. Like, I want to know yeah. your, your thoughts, which okay. like, just go on, go in. Okay. First off, I, I don't know why I was so like, I don't know if it's just because there was so much hype around it, but I just was like, ah, I'll wait. And I constantly wait. And I honestly, until you mentioned it, even then I was like, I still like don't really have a huge drive to see this movie. And that's I'm probably sure just good. because you had to read the whole time. Like, cause it is uh, subtitles. Uh, I don't know. That stuff doesn't really bother me that much because I don't know. I, well, for one thing, I want to start watching more Korean films because they're amazing apparently <laughs> or at least this director is amazing and i want to watch more of his uh work yeah because i watched uh train to busain i don't know if you've is seen he it. he's or excuse me i can't speak does he direct that too i don't i don't actually know but i i remember it was like really critically acclaimed and it was a good movie um, yeah but uh this movie it is probably up there on like just quick two hour two it was like two and ten two, two hours, hours twelve minutes, minutes or something it, it went by really fast. And I just remember thinking to myself, I'm like, this could end right here. And it doesn't. And you're like, okay, it could end right here. And it doesn't. It just keeps going. Um, overall, my my thought on this movie without like getting too much into the spoiler of everything. Oh, we're going fully deep, though, because I, I, I already gave him a warning. I know, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give my You're going to get cents, the preliminary you know. and then the deep dive? <laughs> yeah. Going uh, full circle. Honestly, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was original. I thought it was well uh, narrated, meaning it just had a really good pacing and plot line to it mm-hmm. uh, that made it more original. I know that this this theme and story points are probably not the most original in Korean films, apparently, but I would say that this director and the writing of it was very well done because it is all subtitles, so it has to be well written, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't really know if the actors are just playing it really well or what, but it's really dependent on you reading basically most of the time. Um, but I thought it, it had such good dark humor, uh, had great, uh, metaphors and great, uh, themes. I think that this movie is going to go down as the next, like film class one oh one movie to watch and take notes on and to analyze. Cause I want to watch it again because there's so many different ways to look at the progression of this movie and to see the underlying themes being put in place you know it's supposed to be this rich versus poor and the poor of the parasite upon the rich type thing and then you're supposed to see like who really is the host of and who is the parasite who really is bad who is really good and um you know seeing how dangerous the parasite can actually be to the host and uh it, it just it, it had me kind of awestruck on the narrative right but and it's a big butt big it, butt oh it's a big butt you know <laughs> it's a it's a becky butt you know um <laughs> the movie being foreign it has to have some sort of drawback in my mind meaning I can't fully invest in the acting because I don't know if it's like, just cause I don't speak the language or the, the dialect of it. I don't know how the most, I can't really fully grasp the emotion of it all. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's to some point of their, the way that their, uh, dial their like volumes and things go through. It just, 
you can kind of get a sense of it, but for the most part, you are reading. So that does have to subtract some points for me just because I don't watch foreign films all the time. But I do think it, it should win an Oscar. I don't know if it should win an Oscar for Best Picture. I, I think it, it should go down as one of the top critique movies. I think it should go down as um, a great original screenplay. But I still think 1917 deserves the Best Picture. And I know that the Oscars category, categorizing and the voting, it's all kind of bullshit. So whether <laughs> they both win or Joker wins, whatever, um, that's kind of my opinion right now. But I, I left that movie just like I took like a couple minutes to just like breathe and like soak it all up because it truly like if you don't like think about it a little bit afterwards, like a lot of the things you could miss because like it it goes by pretty quick in my opinion. So, I don't know. That that was, like, basically a high level how I interpreted it. Keegan, I think we've done it. We've What's watched that? a movie and had the exact same opinion about it. Hey. I don't think I've, I, I'd ever see the day where, like, I was like, yeah, I was going to make that point and that one. And that was my butt, too. Okay, wow. Like, like literally, I have nothing else to add. That was pretty All much right, it. segment over. All right, video games. <laughs> but as far as the deep dive, though, like, general reactions to the content, like, I loved the intro of the movie. Oh, like, yeah. How fast they took over that family. Like, oh, hey, I have this, this thing. I, like, here's the weak link. Here's how we're going to insert this family member into that area. Like, I was like, how is this working out so perfectly for them? Like, the dad's the driver, the mom's the maid, and then the sister's mm-hmm. the, um, I don't know, the art interpreter. <laughs> and then this is yeah, all stemmed from the main dudes. The, the main dude's like, oh, I'm the math tutor. But then he ends up macking on the girl <laughs> the whole time. Like, that was, <laughs> you think she's cute? And, he, and she's like... He can't say yes fully because it's his sister, but he's like, I mean, she's like nice to look at or something. And <laughs> she's like, but what about me, though? <laughs> and then they just start kissing. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, where did this where come from? I feel like we lose something not knowing that, like, there could be more slang or things getting lost in translation that we don't know. Exactly. Because that felt abrupt and therefore made me laugh. Like, yeah, that, like I felt that way, too. There were some times where you would laugh because it was like, first of all the English translation was like four words and they were talking for a lot longer. So like there was obviously some things that were lost in translation, but um, yeah, that was, I mean, that, like I said, that was my negative. Um, But they took the family over super fast. And the funniest thing to me, or I shouldn't say funniest, the most interesting thing to me is the trailer made it sound like a horror movie. Like right. they had that that creepy music, you know, the violins and the weird stuff going on. And then like they were showing like interesting headcocks of people the like the, the the trailer was actually really misleading. And you know how um, Marvel movies, they throw in misleading scenes or actually like fake scenes to, you know, prevent spoilers. Mm-hmm. I noticed that in this trailer, they actually just changed lines of dialogue in the in the English subtitles. So right. I don't know what they said in Korean, but there was a part where he's reacting to um, like the art or something. And in the trailer, he says something completely different than at the uh, in the movie. Like he says, like, interesting. And then in the uh, movie, he says, like, fair enough. So I don't know, you know, how they chose to do what, but 
I came into it thinking like, oh, this is going to be some sort of weird horror thing. Like they're going to infiltrate this house and then the family's going to be like real messed up and then like they're going to die somehow. But I'm like, hold on, that's like too easy. <laughs> like <laughs> this movie would not be winning best picture or nominated for best picture if it was just like a stupid slasher or horror movie. So me and my girlfriend are sitting here like, what is the twist going to be? And then that damn doorbell rang <laughs> and I was like, oh, here we go. Like it is about to begin. And I'm sitting here waiting for some weird stuff to happen. And then shortly thereafter, like the previous housemaid is like giggling really weird. And I'm like, oh, is she about to just be insane? Like, <laughs> or, like is she going to be pissed that they kicked her out? And then she goes straight for the basement. And all of a sudden, she's like, honey, I'm like, oh, the, the family's keeping people hostage down here. And then yeah, she's like, yeah. no, they don't know about this. And I'm like, yo, where is this movie going? <laughs> like, I am like fully invested, like wanting to know. And this is how I could tell it was an excellently paced movie is because I knew it was a slow burn to this point, but I was fully hooked the whole time. When Ooh. I am into a full, a slow burn movie, like... I, I can't really give it a higher praise than that. <laughs> like where you've got me just like hooked. You got me by the seat of my pants. I'm hooked. But <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, in uh, SpongeBob when they go hooking or fishing, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, does hooking. this look dangerous to you, SpongeBob? <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't know. And then from that point on, I was just like, how is this going to play out? Like, they spent like 20 minutes or so trying to escape the house with the family back. And I'm like, yo, I, I this level of anxiety is like, I'm going nuts. Like, how are they going to get out of this? And then they do. And then they come back for this little impromptu party. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, I, I'm still like trying to guess what's going to happen. And then, I mean, every, everything goes down. And then, I don't know, man, that's when, as soon as, the father does his thing, you know, he's like pissed off because the whole smell, uh, thing that kind of tipped him off before. Dude, um, when the he, when he mentioned that, when they were laying there, yeah, I was like, that's going to come in somehow. Oh yeah. I mean, as soon as they were under the table, I'm like, two things are about to happen now that they're sleeping there. I'm, I'm like, they're going to sleep there. They're going to do some sexually something that awkward stuff and they're going to hear gossip. And sure enough, those three things happen. Yeah. Um, and then you can tell the father's just like, like, uh, I don't know how you, like, um, dejected. He's, you know, like something's going to happen. And then right. it comes to be a pivotal point. He's just like, psych bro. Like you pissed me off. Shank. And then now, as soon as he's running, I'm like, this man's just going to the basement. <laughs> like that's all, that's the only place he could go. And I remembered how the fucking maid said like, Hey, I cut the CTV, uh, CCTV cameras. And I'm like, okay, this woman's crazy. Like, why did she do that? But it comes in handy later. And then I'm like, that whole Morse code thing, that's gonna happen. But this is what I forgot though. So when he's, he's in a coma, you know, so he has a brain trauma. But when he's yeah. saying like, none of us knew where dad went, I was like, really? Like, he disappeared. And then he's obviously the only place he could really go when disappearing is into the thing. But then I'm like, Oh yeah, he had brain trauma. And then right. the other ones might not have remembered the Morse code thing. Um, but I loved the ending. I thought that more people would be kind of divisive about it. Um, but I talked to friends at work and, uh, the whole fact that 
they show his little plan uh, in his head and you think like, oh, like he actually did this. Like he saved up and then he saved his father. He bought the house. And then you're, you're kind of sitting here like, hold on though. Like how does, how, how, <laughs> like, I don't understand how that would happen. And then it slowly starts to fade to black and I'm like, they're going to leave it like that. And I'm like, I guess I could buy it. And then they show him in the house and I'm like, yo, like he didn't do it. That's just his plan. And after his father told him the whole thing, like, son, the best plan is no plan because whatever you set in motion probably is not going to happen. So I'm like, oh shit, they left it off super grounded. I'm like, that's kind of a sad ending, but really good, like well thought out. Yeah, and I I thought it was grounded, but I took it as here's what he's visualizing as his plan, right? But I looked at it as the director is leaving it on. Realistically, though, that will never happen because the poor will stay poor. And he'll be stuck in that basement forever. They'll both be stuck in basements. That's how I saw it. Like, it wasn't like, well, I guess it is the callback to his plan thing, but I didn't think about that. I thought, oh, it's it's a symbolic as, you know, these guys are will always live in basements. They'll always be poor no matter which way they try to plan their way out. Yeah. Um, and it I mean, was super sad. I ending, agree with but, that. But it was... It, it was realistic and it was it was nice. I would have been pissed if they're like, and everybody lived happily ever after. <laughs> yeah. But he definitely had multiple layers to that final scene because I, I was like just reading articles about it and there was a lot of different ways people interpreted it, but it was like all around the central concept that we're both mentioning. So I don't know. I feel and like the, it was the rock really good. coming back and being like the curse was yeah. cool um i was really thrown off by the way that that dude in the basement was acting oh um, yeah you, yo you actually crazy <laughs> you ain't trying to leave though <laughs> and when he was like drinking out of the bottle i was like okay i don't and she said it was her husband i'm like yeah okay all right i guess <laughs> okay and I don't, I don't know it was it was really cool i i can't stress enough that everyone should see this if they can it's definitely worth one watch right i i i've seen a lot of people tell me like yeah i I watched it again really quickly after like in the next few days just because it is easy to miss stuff with having to read the subtitles so i want to rewatch it but like the amazon rental i think didn't they shorten the amount of time you have with it like it used to be three days and now it's 24 hours no, you get 30 days, and then after you watch, you get 48 hours. Well, okay, so it, it is short, because if you're saying 48, I mine specifically told me 24, but that might it be might because be it's It might be because newer. it's a premiere rental. Yeah, which, I don't know. I wish I had another day to watch it, because by the time I would want to watch it again, it was gone. But uh, Go to AMC. Yeah, I could. So I'll have to look up some show times. Maybe I'll pop back to theaters. But that that movie was great. Um, it it was such a. I really wish I would have saw it with other people because it was just me um, sitting at yeah, home watching it. It was better with someone else, that's for sure. <laughs> so I was like speaking out loud, and I was doing you know my movie buff like writing notes. And I'm like, oh, this means that. And did you put the the whole shirt over the nose thing like you do? Or is it just the mouth? How far just up does it mouth. go on your face? Just the mouth. Just the mouth? Yeah, because I'll what? look over why is at... That, how is that weird? Like, I don't... I'm not, I'm not m- saying it's really that weird, but, like, 
anytime we're watching a movie that is good, I can tell that Keegan is enjoying it because the shirt comes over the mouth and he's kind of like leaning back and he's just thinking. <laughs> like if a movie's not good, Keegan's like sitting forward, his mouth is kind of open and he's <laughs> squinting <laughs> and he's just like wanting to say words, but they don't usually come out until something really dumb happens. He's like, are you kidding me? And then he kind of sits back again. <laughs> but I don't know. That's how I always uh, know if you're vibing with the movie because that shirt comes over the mouth and he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, I'm feeling that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if, if I'm at the theater, I sit up, I like sit like... I can't. I can't relax if I'm really enjoying it or thinking critically at a in, in a theater. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, and I do the. My brother does the mouth over the not the mouth over the, the mouth over, over the shirt. The shirt. That's over how the it mouth is. Thing. Like ninety nine percent of the time. <laughs> my sister once like took a photo of like both of us watching TV and it was just both of us with our shirts over our mouth. So I guess it's just something I picked up from him. Maybe I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. So while we're on the topic of movies and other videos, you see the Super Bowl trailer for uh, the new Marvel stuff coming out. They kind of teased the the new Everything. lineup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I knew I had to ask because as I was watching that uh, trailer, I was like, Keegan is just over there freaking out. <laughs> like honestly, though, inner fanboy. Oh, okay. Spin My zone. thing is I. I knew I wasn't going to really enjoy the WandaVision thing when I figured out what they were doing. Um, what are they doing? Because, like, all right, I'm going to give like, you a little disclaimer. Hold on. I, I feel like I'm going to fall back into my usual ways with Marvel where, like, I don't watch any of them until the next big thing is coming, like, I don't know, like, similar to the next uh, Infinity War, and then I'm just going to binge them. You know, that's not a bad idea because I feel like with your personality, you'll just be like complaining about how Marvel's taking forever. Um, so, yeah, probably. So like, it might be good, but now you have it now took you have so Disney long Plus. to get there, though. And, and yeah, I have to buy Disney Plus to get all the content. So I feel like you I'm just, just going to wait at a bit. profile in mind, though. Yeah, fair. But like, I don't. I don't know. I guess I don't want to have to go across different platforms and, and I'm just going to wait until you're in Chicago and then you're going to be like, here's where we at. We got all these right here. And then you're going to start listing them off. And then we're just going to be like, oh, we got nothing to do today. Marvel. And just go hammer it out. So fair. I, the way I looked at that trail. So basically what they're supposed to do with Wanda vision show is from what I read is it's going to be kind of a spinoff of like all these different types of sitcoms. Hmm. So it's like and- a comedy. I heard it's supposed to be kind of like that, and I don't know if it's supposed to be like Wanda just grieving over the death of Vision or what. Um, so I'm real skeptical of that one. I will say I love the different styles of Wanda, and also if you read the Wanda Vision comics, a, a lot of that is part of the comics that they they have this like uh, f- they have like this run of where like they're fifties family, and she's like in uh what do you call it uh apron and uh, like all the cooking stuff and so the different so they have kind of like had, a parody in the comics yeah kind of like it was like as if they had a family together and, huh. but 
I don't know. I liked her, the callback to her, like, original costume with the red, like, helmet thing. So that looked really cool. But there's not much I can go off of because they didn't really include very much dialogue at all. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was just a quick, like, oh, we got Falcon throwing the shield and then Loki's I am excited for that. What did Loki say? I think people are sleeping on the Falcon Winter Soldier show. I think it's going to be... Because a lot of people didn't really know what to expect when Winter Soldier came out, right? Yeah. And a lot of people say that that's one of the top-tier Marvel movies, was that Captain America movie. Um, yeah, that's pretty and good. And a lot of people don't realize that Falcon did become Captain America, so it's not kind of cheesy. It is what happens in the comics at some point. Um, and he is kind of a dope person. I mean, they, they don't really cascade him very well. They make him look like he's solely reliant on his wings and stuff but in the comics he's super buff and is like a good combat specialist so i think it'll be interesting to see what they do with that one um i have high hopes for it i'll say that um well i feel like marvel does make quality content usually like there's a couple of hit or miss movies like the thor <laughs> movies like weren't as popular so then they literally made thor ragnarok a comedy <laughs> just to get yeah. that get that like information across to set things up but like well thor's like, like a b-level he- like when like thor comics are kind of like not one of the more pop like when he was brought in it was kind of like oh i guess Okay, and see what, <laughs> what we do with it. So I didn't really like Thor 1 or Dark World, <coughs> um, but I don't know. And the Loki one I'm really excited for because that's going to deal with some time travel shit. It's going to be where did he go, what did he do, where's the universe now kind of thing, right? Like when he took the Tesseract and disappeared? Mm-hmm. That's basically what that TV show is going to be explaining. Yeah, that actually sounds interesting because everybody was always asking about that. And I was like, yeah, that would be cool to see. So if they addressed that stuff, I'd watch that. But again, I probably will just wait to binge it because on Disney Plus, they, they're they going to release shows like weekly, right? Yeah, I guess I mean, they did that with Mandalorian. So I don't know if they're going to do that with this. So Yeah, I would imagine so because I feel like the only like streaming service that gives you things all at once is Netflix usually. Um, like Hulu shows or, or HBO, they usually come out weekly. So I think I'm just going to wait. And then once all the seasons out, I'll just binge it. Not all the seasons plural, but once the first season is like ready to be done, I'll, I'll crank them out. And they didn't really touch on Marvel. What if that's another series that's coming out? Supposedly, I think it's, uh, going to be animated and it's going to be like, touching on the fact that Marvel can be multiple dimensions. So there might be like, what if Tony Stark was a woman? What if like different, I think that's what they're doing. They haven't really talked about that have, series. Oh, okay. They haven't talked. I was going to say, are they, um, is it going to be like each episode is a different thing or like, are they just going to have like one overarching alternate reality over a season? You know, I don't know, but I think the, the doctor strange two movie is going to be, a bit on that like on the different dimensions and him fixing things yeah that movie was a kaleidoscope so (laughs) well the second one's gonna be even more crazy they just signed on uh they're bringing in sam raimi who did the uh original spider-man trilogy 
So I don't, and they're doing that with Doctor Strange too. Is, are they going to have a scene where he walks around and points and dances and has evil I hair? I hope so. That'd be great. <laughs> I I hope that they even touch on that that dimension. Maybe they talk about that reality. That would be that cool. different Spider Man. Well, because speaking of realities and Spider Mans, I I I just watched uh, Into the Spider Verse recently again for the second time, and. Uh, it's got me so excited that there's a second one coming out, but I mean, it's not yeah. coming out until what? 2022? Um, no, 2021. Oh, 21. Well, either way, that's still a long way away. So I'm out here waiting, not so patiently, but I know with the amazing animation style they have, it's going to take a while because yeah. having seen it the for the second time, I was just looking at how beautiful it is because the first time I was, you know, focused on the story and I'm like, okay, like this is a really cool animation, but I didn't focus on it. But the second time I'm just like, this is really neat. And I kind of like how they have this weird hybrid where like the characters look really comic-y and then some of the landscapes look like almost real. So like whenever you see like the skyline or the city of New York, it almost looks real. And then you got these weird like, characters moving down and like they had all the different animation styles per character and then didn't you tell me how like uh miles moves in 30 fps until he gets his confidence and then he moves at 60 yeah that's nuts like that's such a (laughs) subtle change but like when i was watching it i'm like oh shit like i noticed it now i'm like that's kind of cool but i don't know that movie was really good so i can't wait till the second one comes up and i mean spider-man is one of my favorite heroes that's kind of how this year is going to go for Marvel, though. It's going to be a lot of people just waiting for the the ones that they're excited for. Because what we have going this year is Black Widow, which I don't think it looks that bad. I think a lot of people are giving it a bad rep. I think it looks like it's going to be a cool Mission Impossible kind of movie. Um, yeah, I'd watch it. I like the Taskmaster. That's a cool villain. Um, it is one of Black Widow's main villains. Um, but... Other than that, we have the Elementals, which almost all normal population people don't know what the hell they are, unless you're a nerd. Um, they, they've been brought <laughs> the up throughout the population, MC. the non-nerds. <laughs> the non-nerds. Uh, the people that get, you know, always ask, was that the, like the comics? Yeah, that, they had to get it like from somewhere. Um, but the Elementals are like these high beings that they've been brought up a couple times throughout the MCU. So I'm actually excited for that movie, but a lot of people don't really know what to expect. And then we just have a bunch of announcements of these cool movies that will come out. You know, we have guardians of the galaxy three, 2021. We have Dr. Strange into the multiverse. Um, 2021, we have a blade announcement, which was huge. Once they announced that blade was going to be redone. That was cool. I hope, I hope Disney plus keeps the daredevil and punisher actors and keeps with that because those series were well done uh jessica jones i don't really care um that that that, i could live without that series but daredevil and punisher if they better be included it better be the same actors it better be the same universe because that was beautifully done um but it's just a lot of waiting marvel it's like a people forget that there's definitely going to be a couple down years where we're just waiting for the rest of the content to happen in the meantime i think disney or not disney dc is gonna hopefully pick up the pace and fix their shit because um, <laughs> birds of prey comes out this weekend and so far from what i've read from a couple of the cr- uh, critics i like it's getting well received so i'm hopeful 
um it's not my cup of tea but i'm hopeful that it it builds the brand that dc can make you know good movies because they can it's just a matter of warner brothers has screwed over a lot of directors on not doing their full vision obviously Zack snyder being one um and then we have wonder woman coming out this year as well and i think it's going to be great as well because wonder woman one was really good I know that Todd Phillips is working with Warner Brothers and DC to curate uh, more of these singular movies to just build the great stories that DC has, which is dark and more serious toned superhero movies. And I think if they just hone in on that and not try to replicate Marvel, which Marvel is considerably lighter than DC, even in the comics the better off DC movies will be. And I am have high, high hopes for the new Batman movie, which we talked about on this podcast as well. Um, so once that trailer comes out, I'm going to be excited because they've already started filming. So we'll see. And you see, people, this is why I let Keegan take the brunt work of all of these movies and then I just backwatch them. <laughs> because <laughs> I don't want to be sitting here getting all the hype and then I'm like, all right, it wasn't exactly what I wanted or like, I wish it goes this way. I'm just like, in a couple years, Keegan, what's the state of Marvel? What's the state of DC? Okay, here it is. And he slaps it out and then we all, all right, I just go binge him. So that's yeah. what I'm going to do here. I'm going to wait a little bit. I don't know if I'm going to wait years like I did with the first Marvel because uh, like the first, uh, what do you call them? Phases. Phases, yeah, because. You waited like till I, phase three. Yeah, and like that whole thing came across 10 years. So I, I don't, I'm not going to do that extreme again, but like, I don't know. I, once you're here in Chicago and movies come out, because by 2021 you'll be here and we'll be going to theaters like i'll watch them then but as far as the little in-between stuff the tv show it's like i'm probably gonna have to wait until like something bigger is coming out and then we're just gonna crank them out i would highly recommend though go see birds of prey this weekend i think i think it's gonna be good i'm gonna go see it i'm i'm very hopeful i like margot robbie and i think she plays a good harley quinn so I'm, i'm hopeful the trailers look like dumpster fires but i've heard that like they don't reflect what the movie is so fair enough right all right before we wrap it up keegan says he's got a question for me and i don't know what it is so lay it on me oh yeah yeah, yeah. so first question i got two questions for you two all right so here's the tech one do you have a way you like to orientate your taskbar and if so is it the bottom left right or top uh, I was always a bottom on Windows, left on Mac. Okay. And the but reason he- being is because <laughs> the way the taskbars are oriented on Windows when you put them anywhere other than the bottom is, is annoying because they put it on each monitor. So, like, I'm dragging across the taskbar when I'm moving Windows and stuff. Like that, that really bothers me. It's so much bigger on the left. Like it, they show the date and it gets like really fat. It's just so gross. And then I noticed that our buddy does it as well. And I was like, why? (laughs) I know you're talking about too. Cause I remember seeing it. I'm like, bro, you, you cannot find that like helpful. And And it's not even like, it's not even like they have their monitors, the like vertical or it. I'm just like, why is that your preference? Even on like the laptop, I'm like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. So I'm like, am I just the only one that only wants Windows to have it on the bottom? 
any anything else is just immediately like that's all I can focus on it being just so grossly out of the you know it's in your way it seems like but on a Mac when you put it to the side it's only on one monitor your main one and half the time like I just either have the thing hidden or or I'm like not using that main monitor because that's technically like my laptop and I'm using the two main screens for stuff so I don't know and I also ran into problems when I emulated Windows on my Mac where the taskbar for the Windows was on the bottom so then I was like I can't have both on the bottom because I'm going to be pressing weird stuff and right. and the and the Mac one would appear when I would go down to the edge of the screen to click on a Windows one even when Windows was in full screen so then I just slapped it to the left because I was like all right and then I just kept it there <laughs> okay. All right what's question 2 Is there an area of nerdum you wish you knew more about or something you wish you could get you could have gotten into earlier on in your life Okay, what what classifies as nerd though? Because like, like, does it just have to be any like niche area that like the general public isn't really privy to? That like, yeah, I guess so. Or like, what you would class like? I'm a movie nerd. I'm a comic nerd. But you, I mean, like, I I would I'm, say music production. Okay, because like that's why I'm asking. Like, what do you mean? Because I don't know if you're just talking about like like the really nerdy stuff that people think about usually like comics or or like i don't know hardware like i i know how to build a computer but like the hardware theory you know all that kind of stuff yeah. I, I didn't know what you meant so i saying, guess i just i'm wondering if you you feel lacking like you wish you had more of a a yeah i guess a niche like this is my my thing and this is like what i like specifically know a shit ton about because I was thinking about the other day, I'm like, I wish I had, because I do, I have like comics and stuff, but like, they're not hobbies. I mean, I guess movies and comics can be, but like, there's not like one specific thing where like, I'm a hobbyist woodworker and I just, I really know my shit. <laughs> it's like, I'm like a master of none, like, but it, lover of everything with nerdum shit. So I, suppose, I don't know if you, yeah. you've thought about that at all. Well, I wouldn't say that there's one particular area that I wish I was a master at. Like, okay. I'm kind of happy with, like, I, I don't know, I'm big into games, and then I'm also into tech. And, like, I have a technology-based job. Um, I suppose work-related, I wish I was better at development because <laughs> it took me a while to catch on to those things, especially because I didn't grow up outside of college learning those. Like a lot of people, you know, oh, I started learning coding at 12 or earlier. Like I started right. learning in college, so I was behind the curve. Um, but as far as just like a nerdy area, like as a hobby would definitely be music production because I tried getting into it last year and I liked it a lot, but I just felt like I was really late to the game because <laughs> like I was watching YouTube videos and this kid that's like 12 is like, no, you just got to do this. Like, it's so easy. And I'm like completely lost, scratching my head like that <laughs> gif with the math equation. Like, yeah. no, where do I put this? But like I took a long break because I moved for one and I was looking for new job and then like we were starting this podcast so then like i tried to go back and do a little bit and i'm like wow i am i'm way lost again like i have to relearn those skills so i kind of wish i i toyed around with it like maybe in college uh in some of my free time because then you know it would just be kind of cool to like have those djing skills too like i don't have to like go make a new song and be like the next zed or something like that kind of dj but just like oh like i could like 
I could make a party fun. Like, oh, hey, you need some music? Like, I'll just bring my stuff. <laughs> right. That would be cool. And then yeah. I still couldn't happen. Like, I'm not counting it out, but I just wish I would have done it earlier. It's just harder. Like, I'm glad that me and you started this because it's kind of a way to channel this into our hobby and become, like, better at this. But outside of this, like, I have zero time to, like, just pick up a hobby and just, like, just get good. <laughs> so, <laughs> get good. Cause, because by the time I get off work, it's like, okay, I got to do some stuff for our pod. And then it's, uh, I got to, you know, got to cook dinner. I want to hang out with my wife. I got to, and then it's like, well, I got to, I want to play some video games. I guess that's my hobby. But it's, as a grown adult, it's hard arguing that that's a hobby. And <laughs> it's just like, by you know, by 10 or 11, I'm like, shit, I'm fucking tired. Whereas, you know, in college, it'd be like, all right, next game. Let's go until 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah. That's just not a thing anymore. But Yeah, we're uh, we're growing up, Keegan. Just a little bit, you know? A little bit. So those are uh, just something I was thinking about today. You know, a little off the noggin. Just pick the brain a little bit. Who's the first person to say noggin? And everyone's like, oh, you mean head? that's a good okay we don't need to get into the the concept of noggin Uh, because like how is that a nickname for your head i am not ready for that one right now (laughs) i'm i'm cutting you off all right thanks for tuning in this week hit us up on instagram and twitter at dark mode podcast you can probably email us if you want to ask that question maybe we'll address it in the next show what's a noggin and why is it called that um, non-experts finding out expert answers mode podcast at gmail.com we appreciate the listens keegan just described how we have no time outside of this so like that's why it's been so slow to set up all these things i've been saying we might do in early 2020 so <laughs> keep waiting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Uh, but yeah please please hit us up please uh Honestly, if you hit us up on Twitter and start uh, communicating us with that way, we can build a community. Tell your friends if you uh, you know have groups out there that you think would enjoy this show. Because the sooner we can get this growing and uh, the more feedback we get, the better we can make this product for you guys. Um, so keep listening. Keep enjoying it. We appreciate it. And we'll catch you next week. Yep. Off the noggin to you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>